All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hello, friend. This is an episode of Note to Self, but from when we used to be called New Tech City. Same good content, just the old name. Enjoy. So, Manoush, this is Curtis Conkey from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Your new series on Bored and Brilliant is brilliant, except for one small detail. You were telling us how we were going to baseline our activities. You then go on to mention that you're now addicted to a game called Two Dots. Now I'm addicted to Two Dots when the week before I wasn't addicted to anything. So that's one little flaw in your plan. From WNYC, this is New Tech City, where digital gets personal. I'm Anoush Samarodi, and Curtis, I am so, so sorry. And it's challenge week for the Bored and Brilliant Project. So regular New Tech City podcasts come out on Wednesdays, and they're usually about 20 minutes long. This episode is basically a normal episode, but it's also your Bored and Brilliant challenge, challenge number three. Cool, right? Flurry Analytics defines a mobile addict as someone who launches apps more than 60 times a day. The average consumer launches apps 10 times a day. So to qualify as having an app dependency, you've got to be pretty app crazy. And the people most likely to be addicted? Well, according to Flurry, teens, college students, skewing female, and middle-aged parents. That's my demo, baby. Even if you aren't tapping apps 60 times a day, we all have that one app, that one damn app that we devote way too much time to. I will find myself browsing Pinterest no matter where I am or really what I'm doing. My most used app is probably Instagram, and I would definitely be um, tempted to re-download it. It was such a time suck. You know, I, I probably spend more time looking at tips for cleaning my house than actually cleaning my house. I would spend hours on it every single day. Deleting the Facebook app would probably be as hard as going skydiving and standing on the edge of the plane and having to make the decision to just jump. Jump, Francis Coco from New Jersey. You too, Amy Colbeck from Illinois, Jared Beck from Oklahoma City, and Megan Nation from Seattle. Today, all of us, we delete that one app. If you're like, no, no, Manoush, this is too cruel. Well, okay. Delete it just for the day. God, I'm a softie. I anticipated backlash to this challenge, so I made myself the guinea pig for this one. My vice, as regular listeners know, is a game called Two Dots. If you don't know it, Two Dots is kind of like Candy Crush, but prettier. If there was, like, a video game version of artisanal pickles made in Brooklyn, it would be two dots. 
And here's the thing. I have never been into games. Never. I just, I downloaded it because I wanted to understand how these games hook people. Just like a tech reporter doing her research. Yeah, well, that's like a crime reporter who tries heroin just so she can understand the crime beat. Okay, so it is 8.36 p.m. Just put the kids to bed. Here's me about to get my fix the other night. I don't know. I could read one of the, like, 1,500 books that I have next to my bed. What am I going to do? I'm going to play Two Dots. Okay. I'm so excited and so pathetic. I've been looking forward to this moment all day. Two Dots is the monkey on my back, my scotch and soda. I wanted to understand how I got like this. How games and other apps, they suck us in and they keep us there. My name is Nir Eyal, and it's spelled N-I-R-E-Y-A-L, and I'm the author of Hooked, How to Build Habit-Forming Products. Nir Eyal literally wrote the book on how to make people fanatical about their tech. And a large part of design has to do with behavior engineering. Do you know what Two Dots is? I do. And, and I feel for you. W- welcome to the club. Are you, are you I, a Two I'm Dots player? I'm not a Two Dots player, but let me tell you, I know enough about habit forming and even addictive technology that I don't touch this stuff. I, I you don't know play any games at all? I, I, I don't intentionally. But you're not twitching or anything. No, I I, well, but I'm not happy, am I? Uh, and I don't know why. So this is, I think, a fundamental question that all of us, as technology changes faster than we're able to adapt to it, All of us have to stop and ask ourselves, is this product serving me or hurting me? I think the world, as Paul Graham said, is becoming a more addictive place. And that if we don't understand how these technologies change our behavior, we're not able to do anything about it. I mean, you've even suggested that these companies, you know, game makers, etc., should have use and abuse policies. Yeah, I wrote an article for TechCrunch that detailed the life of this woman, and she was testing out this uh, product that was helping her count her steps. Kind of like a whole gamified experience that she could uh, have a virtual world uh, based on the points she was accruing in the game. She ends up climbing the equivalent of the Empire State Building one night to keep racking up these points. So, What I think a lot of companies should do is create a use and abuse policy because, you know, it used to be if you made an addictive product, if you were an alcohol distiller, you could throw up your hands and say, well, we don't know who the alcoholics are. It's not our problem. How do we know who's who's abusing our product? But today, these companies know. Maybe it's the upside of, of collecting all this data about us is that for the first time, they can isolate this very small percentage of users. It turns out to be about 2 to 5% of users who go too far. And I, I want to delete it, but I would have to know, and I need to check into this, that if I delete it off my phone, it'll still keep me at the level that I'm at because <laughs> I worked hard to get there. Right, which illustrates a perfect point. The fact that you said to yourself, oh, I need to keep these this level is exactly why these hooks are so powerful. And that explains why I have a problem and why so many people who signed up for Bored and Brilliant feel uneasy about how often they turn to not just games, but also apps like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The list goes on and on. Well, mama don't like being played with. Coming up, I confront the maker of Two Dots.
We're back. This is New Tech City. I'm Manoush Samarodi, and we're in the middle of the Bored and Brilliant Project and a week of challenges that have been designed to get you rethinking your relationship to your phone and rediscovering the art of spacing out. As you've heard in the episodes leading up to this one, spacing out, letting your mind wander, is when you do your most original thinking and problem solving. Yeah, I wasn't doing any of that because I was playing two dots. I know very little about games and how they're made. So I invited in the designer of Two Dots. Sure. My name is David Hausen. I invited him into the studio. Little did he know what he was getting into. I I feel a little guilty about this, actually. David, the reason why I called you here to the WNYC studio is because I'm actually very mad at you. And I felt like I needed to get to know the person behind the dots who are driving me. Bonkers bananas! For people who maybe haven't fallen under your spell yet, could you just sort of explain what Two Dots and Dots, what the the gist of the game is? It's the simplest game you can imagine. It's a grid of dots of different colors, and you can connect these dots just by literally drawing a line between the two of them. Two Dots was my first time working in a puzzle genre. We were five people, four people working on this thing full-time, Tell me, like, set the scene for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're we're looking at a graph, and we'll be like, okay, and and the numbers are so mind-boggling, you can't even really understand because you'll be like, all right, in the last seven days, a hundred million games were played, and out of those hundred million games, third of them took place on level thirty-five, and that's when you're like, oh my god, you're like, what have we done? Like, a third of our players are stuck on this level and then we'll dial down and we'll see like, oh my God, like some of these people have played this level a hundred times. I'm checking right now which (laughs) level I am on because I think it actually, it's 35. That's where I am. I'm not kidding you. It's right before the like, yes. Here's my question though to you. Is it really random or are you messing with me to try to get me to buy another life? Nope. I'm not messing with you. It's really, truly random. (laughs) It's totally random. And I think this is the thing, like, people are like, oh, like, Candy Crush, Two Dots, they mess with us. They, like, they figure out when we're close, and then they make the the randomness work against us. Because you're saying level 35 is going to stay just as hard as it is. Well, um, probably not. It's tricky to talk about. Um, Luckily... Two Dots has been a huge success. Um, you're going back to, like, Advo to speak. No, come on. What's going on? You're, you're there. You're at level 35, and you're seeing this plateau. Mm-hmm. Do you not want your players to feel stupid? Like Right. And then we make it easier. So that is what's going to happen. It's going to happen, yeah. Randomness is a real factor. Skill is a real factor. I think a lot of creative people have those moments when they're just like, oh, I'm killing it. Like, I'm writing that song, and it's like, I'm not even trying. It just It's just coming natural to me. I think playing games is something similar. So here's the thing. I try and tell myself, ah, but my spatial reasoning is better, or I really decompressed nicely after work today. Give yeah. it to me straight. Am I fooling myself? Am I making excuses? No, I, I actually think in many ways you are... Tapping into a part of your brain that you don't usually tap into. That's the powerful thing about games. And I really do believe this. 
game players who are committed, like people like me who have basically been playing games their entire lives, similar to an athlete, have these sort of abilities, uh, mainly problem solving or the ability to think about five or six steps ahead constantly. That also allows you to have a little bit of a more altruistic attitude towards life. For real? For real. Because you, you have this idea that you can accomplish anything. But I wasn't being altruistic the other night when I literally hid it from my <laughs> husband. That's deception. Like, we laugh, but that's deception. Yeah, I'm yeah. embarrassed at what I'm doing because I'm not giving you money, mm-hmm. but I am giving you my time. Sure. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of give and take, and I think it's up to individuals to sort of be smart enough about it. Do you make a point of being bored regularly? I try to. It's really hard, actually. So basically you're saying, Manoush, get a grip. Yes. Okay. It's just a game. Okay, David. Point taken. Get a grip. It's just a game. But that question about whether Two Dots, or any video game for that matter, is doing something for me, is making me smarter in any way. Well, is it? So my name is Zach Hambrick. Dr. Zach Hambrick is a professor of cognitive psychology at Michigan State University. His specialty is researching how people develop expertise, how they learn and then master something. And I asked him if Two Dots was making me smarter in any way. Well, um, I, I wouldn't bank on it. When you do these games and these tasks, you're acquiring specific skills that don't have demonstrated benefits beyond the game itself. Okay, so, yeah. So if you play Miss Pac-Man a lot, then you're probably going to get better at Miss Pac-Man, and you might get better at Mr. Pac-Man or Super Pac-Man. You might also get better in video games where you have to move through a maze, but you're probably not going to be better at Space Invaders or some real-world task like filling out your tax return. Okay, one last-ditch effort on my part to convince you that Two Dots is doing something for me. I have found that as I get better at the game, I am able to think several steps ahead. I can see, like, oh, In to the get game. that dot right, yes. This has never been my strong suit. So don't you think, like, maybe there's a possibility that I am now thinking further ahead and that could apply to other things in my life? There is a possibility, and what we need now is rigorous scientific evidence. Yes, there's a possibility, but the next step would be to demonstrate it scientifically. Right. Like there's a possibility that there's life on Mars, and that's why we are sending a spacecraft there. And are you going to look into this, Zach? Well, in fact, we are. We haven't looked uh, specifically at two dots, but this is exactly the sort of claim that we're testing. And have yet to find evidence for. Yet to find evidence. Which doesn't mean there isn't evidence. It just means that we haven't haven't been able to show it. And a number of other people have not as well. Even supposedly educational games haven't proven they work. So, no excuses. New Tech City producer Alex Goldmark provided moral support when I finally did the deed. Come in. All right, your phone. You're watching me? You're keeping me honest here? Oh, my God. Just, I want you to know that this is not backed up anywhere. Like, once, wait, can we just check what level (laughs) I'm on? Let's just check. This is like your last rights for your favorite (laughs) app. I just want you to know how far I've come. You want to see where I am? 
I'm at level 168. So I, I see the end here. This is killing me. All right. Here we go. Ready? All I'm right. pressing down on my apps. They're all jiggling, which means they're ready to be deleted, but only I have to do it. It's a right I have to do it. Look at that X. It's just calling for you to hit it. Hit that one on the left. Move. Yes. You did it. How do you feel? Nauseous. Really? No, I really feel nauseous. I feel sad. Do you need a hug? Maybe, yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're going to get through this. Okay. You need to leave now. Okay. I need some alone time. (laughs) I did it. Now you. Delete that app. Take it off your phone. Let's see what it does for us. Right now it hurts. But I think it's going to be worth it. This was a regular full-length episode of New Tech City. Tomorrow we go back to our special, shorter, Bored and Brilliant Challenge podcasts. Challenge number four. It's going to be fun and I think empowering, hopefully more than today. Promise. If you're new to the show and listening through the newsletter links or the website, subscribe to our podcast feed on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else so that we can hang out every Wednesday trying to sort out the messy puzzles of the digital age. We'll do it together. A week from today on the next full-length episode, results from Bored and Brilliant. Even if you aren't doing the challenges, fascinating insight into how people are using their phones and where their pain points are. Thanks so much for listening to New Tech City. I'm Anoush Samarodi. You want me to beat 35 for you? Are you serious? Yeah, I'll beat it for you. He's going to beat 35 for me. Oh, my God. So if I do these two greens. Yeah. And then I do these two yellows. And I do these three reds. Yeah. I can make a blue square. Yeah. And then I can make a yellow square. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mine over dots. Mine over dots.